Welcome to the Brood Thought Podcast. This is Albert along with Jordan and Ed, and thanks for tuning in. We are back. We're back. All right, guys. So uh, um, here we are. Best thing we saw this week. Best thing I saw this week. You know, it's December, and uh, my wife and I went, uh, we got our Christmas tree. Nice. We went to uh, this spot out in Orange County, and we cut it ourselves. Did you it. really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they cut it for you fresh. It's planted into the ground. I kind of, I felt a little bad for a minute, but I'm like, no, it's, you know, they're going to get, they're going to cut it down anyways. So you felt bad for the tree. Just a little bit. Okay. And then uh, we were able to do the decor and decorate our house, put the Christmas light up. Nice. You know, so that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Is that like a tradition? Yeah. So every, uh, you know, after, after, um, Thanksgiving, the following day, we always do the decor. Nice. We always, uh, you know, go out and uh, decorate that, that Friday, the Black Friday, you know, and while people are shopping, we're decorating. So it's Green Friday for you guys. There you go. Green <laughs> Fridays in the Cardona household. That's right. <laughs> the best thing I saw this week, um, so I was watching this this fight on, on Friday, uh, and it's uh, it was the BJ Saunders fight card. And so one of the dudes, the co-main event, James Tennyson, shout out to him. He came out to Destiny's Child, Say My Name. <laughs> that was his walkout song. And as soon as he, he, as soon as the song came out, I was a little confused because I was like, what, why are they playing Destiny's Child? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the guy started walking out. Did the Say My Name song? And, yeah, Say mm-hmm. My Name. Yeah, that song. And he's walking out and he's all, you know, Serious. He looks like a tough guy. Yeah, he looks like he's dialed in ready to fight. And I'm just, is this really? And I started laughing. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I was working in the office this Friday, and I was laughing. I was like, is this really what this guy is doing? This is his song. He comes out, and it turns out James Tennyson knocked the hell out of the other guy in the first round. Just did quick work of him. And I was like, okay. I, I mean, if you can do that, you can come out to whatever song you want. My disappointment, and you know, maybe in a later later pod we can get into this, but I was, I was okay. I want the the the, the ringside announcer to ask him because they did the interviews to the winner. Ask him, hey, wh- why that song? They didn't ask him. You know, they kept it too professional and too. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those. I think sideline reporters and stuff like that. It's one of those jobs that I wish. They wouldn't take so serious, but it was the best thing I saw. It made me laugh. Um, I kept thinking about it and cracking up. Uh, so shout out to James Tennyson and say my name. <laughs> nice. Um, well, I guess I'm going to go Raiders again. They surprised oh. <laughs> us. Uh, the Jets. They they were. I'm a big Sam Darnold fan. Uh, I think he has a he has a bright future if he has some nice pieces. Not with pieces. the Jets. Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. Not with the Jets. <laughs> if he has nice pieces, I think he could do. He could do damage, but today I, I don't know. The, the Raiders are, are not playing that well right now. Um, yeah. But still managed to, to to get one up last second. Uh, they went man to man, man to man, man to man coverage, and. Uh, yeah, it was it was not even fair. The, the guy did like a double move and then mm-hmm. the, let's go, and then he placed it right where he needed to and 
It was, yeah. and it was the, the second try because the first try yeah, he, he over he overthrew. Well, I think it was Aguilar because Aguilar stopped and then he started to run again, mm-hmm. and then I think he hit Henry Ruggs. I think. Yeah, it was Ruggs. And so he he did the thing he did try to do against the Chiefs where he like throw, jumps and throws, mm-hmm. and this time it worked out. It was a good pass. Yeah. So there cool. you have it. So now it's time for uh, Radio Ed. What do you got for us, man? <laughs> All right, so so this week we're, we're going to try something new. Um, I hope you guys like it. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to have a... So I, I went in this crazy rabbit hole. Um, I, I think some, some, thing, some things are funny, uh, but specifically... So, so there, there's some instances where, where reporters are... are are talking to people, uh-huh. and then, and their reactions. Like, I mean, that comes with the territory. If you're gonna ask a random person something, you're gonna get some magic sometimes, right? And so, basically, <laughs> what I did is I just came up with the top three. Okay. And we're gonna we're gonna rank them. So we're gonna okay. see wh- wh- what we like best. Okay. What we think is funniest, and we're gonna say why, and and ho- hopefully you guys like it. And we'll awesome. post some of these. Cl- we'll post these clips on our. Instagram during the week, right? Yeah, you, you guys can vote to, to okay. see which one you guys which one you guys like best. Sweet, hit it, hit it, maestro. Who is this lady? She looks interesting. You guys ready? Let's do it. Yeah, hit it. She said, hey, something wrong, is popping. I said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. So the girl come downstairs. She come out of her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. <laughs> I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh, we ain't going to be in no fire. Not today. Sir, can you please tell us what happened? Right. <laughs> yeah, what's going on there, man? So apparently there was a fire. <laughs> Great storyteller, huh? Yeah, I, I just, I just like, no. I love like, the yeah. details, the facial expressions. I, I, I just think like she, she could read it like a children's book to me, and I'd, I'd, I'd love it. <laughs> she might get a job doing voiceovers, man. Yeah, it was good, and and honestly, I mean, I think the funniest thing about it is just like how how. How uh, bummy she looks! <laughs> if you guys watch, if you guys actually watch the video, like like her hair looks terrible. She looked like she was in a fire. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. she looked like her hair stopped the fire. I'd, I'd, it's it's bad, dude. I, what I like is you could tell she. This is how she tells stories. Yeah. This wasn't like oh, there's a camera here. You could tell this was exactly how she would tell the story to her like sister. Just a natural storyteller. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I wish I wish I had more more of that. Um, <laughs> she has too much charisma. And and this this upcoming one <laughs> was so unexpected when I started watching it. I did not expect what was coming. So okay, hit it. It's purse. She wants to hurt me, and the bitch don't even know me. Ooh, I hope okay. that they beat her. Some of the women in prison beat her every day for long as she's in there. <laughs> Some people might say that's harsh. 
Well, so what, what she did to me was even worse. I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. I told him I was going to kill him all that with a gun. So, so basically... <laughs> so, so basically, so, so this random, random lady steals from this old lady. She looks okay. like she's probably in her 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, and she looks like she probably smoked a, f- a few menthols. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a few, yeah, <laughs> one or two, definitely. <laughs> but so, so, so they steal the purse from her. Yeah. And and they're asking her about what she hopes happens to her. <laughs> so you, you expect a, a lady in her 80s, you know, to have some perspective, you know, to yeah. to, to not be so vengeful. But she just lets lets it all out. She's like, I hope. I hope oh, she. Man. I hope she gets beat up in prison. I hope every day while she's in there. <laughs> it's, it's very Sopranos like. Love it, love it. And and this upcoming one, um, this one was also unexpected. But you can you can tell this girl she has a future in in TV. If, oh, okay. if, she, if she wants. All right. Okay. And what not think about all this because I'm sure that he's an athlete. Is he an athlete? Your dad. Yeah, my dad was an athlete, but now he's um pretty fat. <laughs> he, uh, he, he used to he used to eat like two liters of ice cream every single night, like those Murray salt caramel ones. And then he used to get really angry at mum because mum didn't always buy it for him. There you go. But then mum, but when dad got really angry, mum started buying it for him all the time. Yeah. And then he had to suck his gut in for photos. It was really funny. Oh no, he's fluff. How fat's your dad now? But dad, um, he's actually lost um 20 kilograms since Christmas yeah. because he's seen me eating so healthy because I've been inspired by Sally. Yeah. So now he's just eating cucumbers. And so he was like 105 <laughs> since Christmas. And now he's like... What cloud flare and I... Oh. That was good. Now, now we hear that coming. <laughs> No, no, we have ads. So sorry, guys, about that. I, I should probably pay pay for that, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so basically, what's happening here is she, they're asking her about about her father, and she uh, she just said he got really fat, and it's it's honestly just just the way she says it. It's, it's yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Straight up. So which one do you guys think is the best? I like the little girl saying her dad was fat. <laughs> <laughs> She's keeping it real. And who, 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 do you want to rank, rank them? Like yeah, so my, I like the first one, the fire uh, firefighter one. With the fire, the apartment fire. That yeah, was my favorite one. Oh, that's your favorite. I'm sorry, that was my second favorite. I like the the young girl here. That was totally unexpected. And then second would be the the the, the narrator the girl, the narrator girl with the fire and you know the way she her expressions and all that. I think she has a career in uh, with Pixar. You know, <laughs> with Pixar. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm I'm trying to think of, of the movie that that Pixar would make where she would voice over it. Um, it had to be something like in the projects or something, right? <laughs> you would think so. Huh? Gr- growing up in the projects. Growing up in the projects. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like this. I, I like the old lady. I like the vengeance. I like the. Because I think she's the most honest. I think yeah. that's how we feel. I think obviously. Uh, the answer that comes out is a, is a more composed one 
where you know what it happens, blah blah blah. But I think in the moment, like in the moment when I'm driving and somebody cuts me off, I'm not thinking like you know what. I hope this guy gets there safely. I was thinking like, man, like, oh, this idiot. I hope somebody stops him. I hope all his tires <laughs> get popped. Like, you know, so I, I enjoyed that. So I got two, two, one, and three. That's how I rank them. Two, okay, two, one. Yeah, Fire two. Lady is my second, and and the, the little girl uh, exposing her father is the third. Okay. How about uh, you? What do you like? I, I... <laughs> So okay, I, I I agree that the older woman. I think that that one's the funniest one because it's it's the most unexpected one. You're like, especially someone at that age. It, like to me, when, when I watch videos and people are like, I, I forgive them. I, I even send them letters and stuff. Like he he like I've seen people who have killed their kids and then they they still do that. They say, yeah. oh, I forgive them and I visit him in jail. And to me, I I almost can't wrap my head around that. Like right. And here we have this lady that it's like. That's that's probably more what I would think. <laughs> yeah. that, that seems more realistic type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, like for for example, like um, yesterday, um, my my sister, my my twin sister, she she parked outside my house, and then some random guy in the truck just parks right there, right? And I, I didn't know what he was doing. Like he, I saw him, and I mean right. I, I can't tell him to move from the curb. Yeah. So he's right there. A few minutes pass. And then he just he just puts his, his truck in drive, and just rear ends my sister's my sister's car. What the what? heck? Like it, there was space he could have backed right. up. So uh-huh. he rear ends rear ends her car, and then I go like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like he he didn't get off. Uh-huh. And then and then I tell tell Idina and, and, and Pablo, like they run out, and I'm like, "Well, we're trying to get the, the license plate because he backs up again." Yeah. After he backs up, uh-huh. hits it again. He hits wow. it again. Oh man! Tr- try, trying to pull out. So logically, I thought like, dude, this guy is drunk. Like, why would you? Like, first off, there was space. You back, yeah. you you hit, you rear ended the car, backed up and hit it again. Right. And then, uh, in that moment, <laughs> uh, Idina just takes off and she memorized the the, the plate, right? Uh-huh. And I had a stick in my hand. You threw it. I just launched it. Did, he, did, he, did it make it? No, I hit him. Yeah? You hit the guy? No, I hit the, the truck. Oh, okay. I hit the truck. But, like, to people like that that just hit and run, like, people, like for example, uh, if if you uh, hit and run, like, I, I, I hope that guy gets arrested. <laughs> right. Be, because he deserves it. I'm not, I'm not going to say I hope he, he, he's forgiven something. Like, I, let's be real. I hope, yeah. I hope he gets arrested. <laughs> so older lady, uh, we have. I have the. I get yeah, it would have to be the the the, the rank the two would be the, the lady with the crazy hair. Yeah, and then the little Australian girl. There last. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So guys, it's that time of year. It's December. Wait, let's talk about the coffee first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we. Uh, I made a. What'd you uh, make us? I made a latte. I made a honey latte. Uh, so pretty much, there'll be a video out there. You'll get to see how that was made. But it was two shots of espresso. It was um, milk, and then there was a real honey, raw honey on there. I froth the milk, yeah, and uh, put it all together. Made the 
The milk all spongy, and uh, what do you guys think? It was good. I'm not a big fan of uh, sweet stuff, but that mm-hmm. one, that was good. And I, I bet it would have been really good with that gingerbread, the vegan gingerbread. That, uh, oh, from Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, the coffee was was really good. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? What do you think? Um, I I thought it was a, I, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was, it's like a, something I see myself drinking. Like, if, like if you told me you could drink that every day, yeah. I'll, I'll drink it. You drink black coffee with honey, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm big on honey. Yeah, yeah. I, I love honey. I mean, uh, honey. Like, there's another drink that I made a, earlier in the pod. Yeah. Where it was just honey, uh, with cold brew coffee, I believe, and it was frothy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think honey and coffee taste very well together. Um, I got the idea from. Uh, if you guys ever been to um, Earth Cafe? Yeah. 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 They have a honey. Uh, vanilla latte so they have vanilla I didn't put any vanilla and it tastes amazing Uh, Mm. yeah I need to start dabbling more with honey last two two weeks ago Uh uh, when we had the tea Uh when we had the tea before okay yeah uh, and I don't really consume much honey Uh but it was good and so and the coffee today was good Uh, so I, I need to start dabbling a little more in Maybe we'll honey do a, a honey series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, as I was saying, it's December. I mean, it's my favorite time of the year, actually. Uh, you get uh, the decor, the lights. I'm a big fan of all that. Your birthday. It's my birthday as well. Uh, halfway through the month. So, it's a very festivity, festive type of month. You know, yeah. usually, you know, work will have a Christmas party. I mean, this year, obviously, that got canceled, but... <laughs> Um, everybody, everybody's <laughs> birthday is getting canceled. Um, <laughs> you know, so there, except I mean, if you were born in uh, January and February, you might get lucky. Yeah, but everybody in March on and got got canceled. Um, so yeah, it's my favorite time of the year. It is my birthday. There's a lot of festivity. I like the decor, the lights, all the parties. You know, somebody will have end of the year stuff. You know, church will do end of the year deal. Yeah, uh, just about everybody. We'll have something, some kind of event. It's a busy month. You know, there's been times when it's like every weekend there's going on. It's hard to celebrate my birthday. It's, yeah. that, it's that crazy. My birthday passes, I feel, and I feel like all of a sudden it's Christmas and that's that. That's that. You know, but I feel like there's a lot of feelings in this month. Mm-hmm. You start thinking, you start reminiscing of all the Christmases you've experienced. Right. Uh, the good and the bad. You start to reminisce the entire year, yeah. Because you get closer to the end of the year, you see like I remember back in the days, MTV would do the best hits of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like okay, I remember that song earlier in the year. That was a big, that was popular. Um, or the radio would do the same thing, the best mm-hmm. hits of 2020, and so it just starts. It starts. It starts to make you think. Yeah, you know, how you guys feel about this month. And also, you start to think about what's the next year. Yeah. You start mentally preparing yourself for what's coming, start making some goals, some resolutions, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the month of December, I'm not a big fan. Uh-huh. So. Why is that? Because to me, to me, so it just brings up a lot of stuff growing up. And mm-hmm. so growing up, uh, this time of the year, so Thanksgiving and on, what we're very... Uh, problematic in my household uh-huh. uh, because 
there, there was just a lot of fighting. Okay. So there was just fights, whether it was uh, finances, whether it was um, the splitting of where we're going to go. And instead of being a month from, or the last, a month and a half, because it started last week of thing for Thanksgiving. It just, it was just very stressful. It was just, we don't have money for this and we don't have money for that and this and that. And and, and so it ruined the the magic of Christmas um, from the standpoint of, of like the tree and the lights and the, and the music and the decorations and, and the hot cocoa and, and all of that. Um, so Christmas always, or the month of December always makes me uh, shut down. Really? Yeah, I, I kind of, I want to interact with it as little as possible. Uh, I want to <coughs> say Merry Christmas as little as possible. Uh, now that I'm an adult, uh, obviously it's different mm-hmm. uh, because you, you learn, uh, you mature and you grow and you learn that uh, some of this stuff, you know, your parents didn't know how to manage it. So they kind of managed it the best way that they knew how. But mm-hmm. um, for a long time, this time of the month was just, I, I hated it. I hated it. I, I Christmas um, just always reminded me of just how poor we were. So I hated it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to think of that because it wasn't, and obviously... You know, it isn't about the gifts, but when all that is getting shoved at you is the fight or the lack of money, it becomes about the gifts. Because if it's not about what we get, then why are you so upset that you don't have to buy? Mm-hmm. You know, like if it isn't about this, then why are you so, why are we so angry that we don't have X, Y, and Z? Um so yeah, so for a long time, now as an adult, I look forward to uh, Christmas Day basketball. You know, it's funny, like, that's a tradition that I started in, in my house. Yeah. We would always watch the Lakers. You know, I still remember Kobe, the first time I did it, Kobe wearing his banana yellow shoes from Adidas. You guys remember mm, that? Yeah. Remember. yeah. I know Ed hates those shoes, but it, um, I remember like, oh yeah, Adidas gave me this. I still remember that. And that's the first time and ever since then. That's always been a tradition. Um, I did it with my family. Yeah. So my parents split when I was a kid, and we would. Uh, Christmas was never revol- never involved both parents, but as an adult, I made it to where Christmas Eve was spent with one parent, and then Christmas Day was spent with the other. Mm. And wherever I went, you know, luckily you can watch Lakers on ABC. national television yeah. that day because that's the prime show. Um, and we would, I would, I would always put that on the background and we would open pre- like some of the presents mm. there and eat leftovers and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. and now with my wife, now that I'm married, um, you know, we do that too. We turn on the game. It's in the background. You may not give it all attention because there's family over and there's leftovers or whatever, but it's still there. And even when they sucked, when they had swaggy P, you know, <laughs> Robert, Robert Sacre. <laughs> Um, so December for me, hmm. honestly, just reminds me of getting heavier and <laughs> opening gifts. <laughs> I don't really feel anything. I mean, it's not like I look forward to it. It's just something that happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like clockwork. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could, I was thinking of like giving you guys this like 
cute answer, but that's how it is for you. That's how it is for me. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's winter. That's only positive. I like the cold. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, it, it does. I mean, for me, it's a lot of feelings and it, it's good. As like you said, it's, there's also bad. Yeah. You know, my mom, I have was had a push to decor. I love the decor. Mm. My, luckily I'm, I'm blessed. My wife loves it. Right. She goes all out and, you know, she did an amazing job this year with the decor. But for me, it was always pushing my mom to do it. Mm. And it, it was always a battle. Like, hey, let's, right. de- let's decorate, you know, that kind of stuff. So um, it brings those memories, memories like, the, like you know, that kind of memory, the, the financial memory. Like, you know, that, that's another feeling out there. So it's just very sad. And yeah. um, so, I mean, with that, I mean, there's a lot of people that have regrets. Yeah. throughout. You know, they start thinking about the regrets, the things that they did not accomplish in the 2020 or whatever year it was mm-hmm. anything like that cross your mind during these times or are there anything you know any regrets that you guys have had in the past that you like to talk about i think for me <laughs> one of the regrets um so it was i don't know like three years ago mm-hmm so three, yeah, three, four years ago, I, I went vegan. Okay. Full on, just one day to the next. I remember that, man. Just one day to the next. I remember we went to a baseball game and you... Yeah. You, you couldn't eat anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had... <laughs> I had uh, we went to a Cielito something. Yeah, they had soy, soy, soy riso. Yeah. With, with papas, I remember. That I you, were, that. you were good, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Only in LA. <laughs> exactly. So I regret... So it was one day to the next, uh-huh. and I lost a bunch of weight, dude. Uh-huh. I was, I was, I think at the heaviest I ever got, I think I was maybe like 350, 360. Prior to that. Right. Okay. And I, I went all the way down to like 188. Wow. So okay. It was something crazy. So I regret, so then I, you know, I, I, I jokingly always blame uh, my girlfriend okay. that I'm no longer vegan. <laughs> and uh, I think I, once or twice I've joked that I've gained weight because of her, which is a joke. But so I regret not, not staying disciplined, you know, because you could eat not, you could not be vegan and still um, look good and, and be healthy. Or you could be vegan. And recently um, there's, this, there's this guy right now. Mm-hmm. Where he's gaining, he's a he's a he's a trainer. He's gaining weight, yeah, on purpose to lose it all. Oh, and, and we'll, I can show it to him, you know, when we're offline. Yeah, but um, he's trying different diets too. So he's trying a vegan diet, still gaining weight. Mm-hmm. So he did that with keto. He's just trying to show, get, prove a point that you can gain weight no matter what. Yeah, if you, as long as if it's unhealthy, you can eat pasta all right. day. It's vegan. Yeah. Or that bread I gave you earlier. Yeah. It's vegan, but you're, you know, it's not healthy. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, but I did like the really healthy vegan okay. stuff. Uh, so it was, so yeah, I, I regret letting myself go like that. Okay. Because now I'm on, I'm climbing back, uh, lost seven pounds this week. Okay, good. So good for you, man. I'm like, so, but I regret that. Just letting, just not stopping it when I got to like two, whatever. You know, uh-huh. like when it's like, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta relax. I gotta, uh-huh. I, I gotta not gain all the weight back, uh-huh. which I didn't, thankfully, but uh, I gained a lot of it back. Yeah. So, 
so yeah, that's one of the regrets, one of the physical fitness regrets that I have um, over the last two years or so. Because I was vegan for almost, what, two years, Dave? Something like that? A year? A year and change? A year and a half, maybe? Yeah. So did you plan to, I mean, I think going vegan now in 2020 is probably even easier than it was three years ago. Do you plan mm-hmm. to go that route again? Or do you no. Just, no. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I, because it isn't sustainable long term. Okay. You know, I, I I think if I was, I think going vegan, I did that when I was single. Mm-hmm. It was easy because I I didn't have to think or worry about anything or anybody, uh-huh. you know, because if I ate, I ate for me. Right. Um, so when I started dating Stephanie, it, it became different because uh, we were going out. Uh, You're dining. Yeah. And so she <laughs> felt like, like, oh, man, like. What can you eat? Where can you eat? Uh-huh. And so I pride myself on be, on not being a picky eater. Uh-huh. And so I was always like, oh, no, it doesn't matter where we go. I fig- I'll figure it out. I'll yeah. figure it out. Uh, and it just becomes hard because, obviously, you, you know, you're dating somebody. So part of the, the romantic side yeah, you're is you're sharing food. We get ice cream. We're sharing an ice cream. Yeah. You know, all that romantic stuff. Um so it, be, it just <laughs> oh, so it just became it just became difficult. So I had made I made the decision. Um, I didn't want to put her in that situation. Mm-hmm. The mistake I made, because you know y- you guys are, are an example of you. You don't have to, um, just because you're not vegan doesn't mean just because you're eating meat doesn't mean you you're fat, right? You know. So I, I think that that's. I just had, I went from not having all the stuff that I had deprived myself of for uh-huh. a year and a half. Because it never got to a point where I was like, man, I hate meat. I loved it. I was just, I had just made, I had made a choice to, I need to get healthy. Mm-hmm. And the best thing that I can do to get healthy is just eat a bunch of vegetables. <laughs> yeah, to me, it, it sounds like you were doing the right thing. I yeah. mean, because you could have gone unhealthy vegan. You know, but you, 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 so you know the secret, you know, yeah. you know the discipline, you have what it takes. Yeah. You did it. I mean, you did it with, with less food options, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so if you could do it with less food options, I mean, if you just have all the normal stuff, you're going to be, you're, you should be just yeah. fine. And I, and I saw it this week as I began to, though the la- over the last two weeks or so, uh-huh. as I began to just pick and choose and be more selective about uh-huh. what I'm eating. Okay. I, I could, like today, before we had, Thai food doesn't uh-huh. mean I have to order whatever. I could, you know, th- there's good selections within that. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's just that. When the beginning or when I started eating meat again, uh-huh. I didn't. I went like, I could eat that and this and this. And I just went ridiculous. Yeah. And so I think, and that's one of the reasons why vegan, vegan going vegan helped me. Because um, I didn't have to worry about how much can I eat of that. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, just losing, it was like, oh, I could eat all the broccoli I want. Done. I could eat, and I could do that now, but my, was, was just, I would eat, uh, it was like a little bit of brown rice, lentils, beans, a bunch of legumes, and vegetables. That was, that was all I ate. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, so that's one of the huge, biggest regrets I have. Yeah. You know, it's funny, for me, it's very similar. Um, I've actually gone through, to through two weight loss journeys, mm. 
in my lifetime. <laughs> um, after high school, I mean, I weighed, I remember weighing myself and I weighed, I went GMC store, I was okay. at the mall yep. and I'm walking at the mall and I threw a quarter in there and I got it and it gave me a receipt. Right, yeah. so I got to keep this. So I, I weighed myself, said two ninety five. I'm like, whoa, right? And I kept it, kept the little receipt with me, and I'm like, two ninety five. So I walked with it. Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta do something about it, you know. And um, I just started running, <laughs> and uh, I used to work with this older man. He he would tell me he would go running. He would he was like probably like sixty five, retirement age, and. He would do marathons, and he was all energetic. He showed up on a Saturday to work sometimes with this gear because I used to work near the beach at the time. Okay. And he was all pumped up. I'm like, wow. And so I got to go try this. He told me what shoes to buy. So I just got into running, and I started running, and I started uh, doing kind of what you what you're saying, where if I went to a Burger King, I would have a just a sandwich or something like that, not the fries. I would have a lot of chicken and just and rice and. And I went from like three two ninety five. I mean, I just rounded up to three hundred at that point um, to like two forty. Right? Mm. I'm like, whoa, you know. So that that was that. But a, after a while, you know, you 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 see, you stop getting this. You get motivated. comfortable. You get yeah. comfortable. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so that was one journey. Yeah. And then my second journey happened about ten years ago, um, where I started gaining some of that weight back. I was like at two fifty. Right. And I'm like, I got something about it. And there was this girl uh, that I used to work with, and her brother was a trainer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got with him, and uh, I just followed a meal plan. And it was simply a low-carb diet. And it was amazing to, to see the results I got. I could not believe it. Yeah. You know, for the first time, I didn't have a belly. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it was just amazing. And I learned, I realized then that I learned what healthy food is mm. um, and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, um, long story short, I, I I put it all back. Actually, I weighed myself last week, and I weigh exactly what I weighed when I asked for a trainer then. So, it, it it it's I've struggled with it ever since I've been married, and it, I honestly I, I cannot blame anyone else but myself. Right. You know, at the end of the day, I I'm the one that makes that decision of what food to put into myself you know i i I, you know i I choose i mean i I could order a salad or whatever yeah um it's been frustrating you know i i've going i go into two three weeks of working out i'm eating clean and i just fall right back yeah so that's that's actually it is a regret but it's an ongoing struggle and i gotta do something about it Mm. that's where i'm at right now with that I think it's safe that we should all blame Steph for our, for our weight. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steph, if you're listening to this, I hope you are. She is. Yeah. And she'll post about it. <laughs> so, thank, so thank you we're, for we're all blaming her for our bellies. Yeah. But, hey, I'm, I'm proud of uh, Ed. He's com- done complete opposite here. He's, you know, he's, he's looking good. He looks great. Yeah. Um, he, he should probably be your trainer. He, he uh, actually Kinda he is. is available for training, guys. If you wanted to reach out to him, yeah. he is. He, d- he does do that at um, Ed Ten. And uh, uh, so yeah, inboxes if you want to train with Ed. Um, he has a nice setup and everything. But oh, yeah, he, but he, uh, I work out with him once in a while. He he trains me. I'm I'm, I'm blessed that I have a brother-in-law that's into the CrossFit. And, you get the uh, brother-in-law discounts. I get the brother-in-law's hookup. Yeah, I do. And he'll really tear you apart. Like, he'll break you down. <laughs> You'll be sore for two days. You won't want to work out. 
Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're blaming. Ed. Now we're blaming Ed. Yeah. But, but I think I think we were talking about it the other day. Our, our relationship with food. Yeah. I think I think that's a, that's a big thing. Um, I think a lot of the times people. I I'm guilty of that too. Like w- when you're eating something, you want it to be the best. Right. You want it to taste so good, and it's gonna keep you coming, right? You, yeah. you want it to, to be great, so you're gonna keep eating it. Right. Oh, that, that makes sense, right? Yeah. But what if I could tell you that we could just tone it down a little bit, 30, just a little bit. 30 for 30. Uh-oh, 30 for 30. You, you want to eat at 10 all the time? What, what about if we turn it down to 8? It won't mm. taste as good, but you'll feel way better. Uh. So I think our relationship with food, we, we have to play with that. Because I'm, I'm not going to say I, I eat perfectly because I, I don't. Yeah. Last night I had some, some donuts. Nice. Really good. What kind of donuts? Uh, Randy's. Ran- oh, those are amazing donuts. Those are the best donuts in LA. Then I don't think you did a bad choice. Randy's, where <laughs> the, the downy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the the featured an Iron Man. Yeah, you remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you did a great choice. But like, you, you can work out the whole week and eat at like, let's say I, w- I was saying scaling it down to eight, um, and then on the weekend you get your ten. That's mm. fine. Like, y- if you do it that way. You're building up for something, yeah. You know, and for some people that might help, uh, for some, for some it won't. But that's the way I, I look at it. I think a lot of people have to look at it differently. And it's also food is for energy. Yeah, it's not only to sati- satiate your your needs and right and like you know your taste buds. That's really what it is. I mean, the truth is, and and that's the conversation that Ed and I were having that it that we want to have a slice of pizza because it makes us happy in the moment, mm-hmm. right? And it really does. It, yeah. You have a blast in that that moment, last five minutes, and then you feel like crap. Right. It, it happened to us two weeks ago with the KFC. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I, <laughs> I, I brought KFC. I'm guilty of that. I wanted to have like a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yeah. So I brought KFC. You know, it was the easiest thing to do. That was close enough to that. It was great. It was delicious. And I got a headache after that. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Yeah. It's why sluggish. we it's it's why we drank the tea. Yeah, yeah we needed a little <laughs> detox. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, definitely, um, you know, that I mean, that's something. I mean, we share that same yeah. regret there. Um, I mean, sounds like you're working on it. So good for you. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to work on it. I've been having some mental roadblocks here, but yeah. you know, um, that is a goal to get back in shape. Yeah. You know, but I think. Well, I guess specifically for me, regrets, uh, I would go more with um, taking so long to be myself. Mm. Um, I feel like growing up, I I would try to be someone, I'd try to be someone people thought I was. Okay. So. That's how to find others? Yeah, or just to upkeep this, like, image. Uh Persona. Yeah. So, so I, I feel... I feel like the regret for me specifically would be wasting all that time where, where if you are yourself fully, mm-hmm. people who appreciate you and like people like you will gravitate towards you. Mm-hmm. And and that's fine. And you, you even do yourself a service. Like you're, you're, you're filtering certain relationships and, and situations. So I think that that would be my, my biggest regret just taking so long to get to being myself outwardly. You know, it's funny you say that because there's a, there's a great quote out there. 
quote out there that talks about being yourself. Yeah. And have you guys ever seen the movie uh, Coach Carter? Yeah, yeah I re- but I don't remember it. Is that yeah. Samuel Jackson? Yeah. Yeah, there's a great quote, and I'll look it up here real quick here so we can kind of read it. And it talks about what we just said, Ed. Um, and I'll read you the, 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 the quick version of it. It says, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful, powerful beyond measure. It is our light and not our darkness that most frightens us. Mm. Um, and as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. I think I'm, I, there's some parts I'd left out there, but I think it goes to what you're saying. The, you being yourself, Ed, allows me to be a better version of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what that's saying. I never forgot that. That's actually one of my favorite quotes. So um, I, I think it's hard sometimes, right? Being yourself. Sometimes you, you want to make people happy. And uh, yeah, and I, I think it, we're, it's hard because we're afraid of how people are going to receive it. You know, I think the natural uh, thing for us is we don't want to let, uh, as weird as it sounds, we don't want to let people down. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you you think this of me, and if I do what I really want, you're gonna not like it, and I don't want you to. You know, like, and I think that's a big part of it where we're so afraid to uh, be open because we're afraid of the re- the response on the other side. Like, man, you're friends with me, but what if you what if you really knew me? Mm-hmm. And I think it speaks of what you're saying that uh, we're able to become re- better friends and better people uh, when we know, like, man, I'm getting the real you, right? You know, yeah, and I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. I mean, there's times I mean when I have a conversation with someone and it's like I regret not saying this because mm. you know because of this because of that yeah. and. The truth is, I was afraid. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that that's I, I could I totally get that, and you know, that's something I can relate with as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think regret is one of those things that um, can get very, uh, very scary, and and it can paralyze us, you know, because we think like, man, we'll never, and in a certain sense, yeah, you'll never be able to go back to that moment. But I think we kind of think that's it. It's sealed. My right. destiny is sealed. Where one of the things that I've learned as as I get older is life can always circles back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're always able to start new, whether it's a new friendship, whether it's restarting, just hitting the reset button on a, on a friendship you already have. Mm-hmm. I think one, one of the, the great things about... Um, being able to overcome regret is when you realize like it, it isn't final. Some things are, but some things are not final. And, and I think in certain conversations, for example, uh, I think honesty becomes super freeing because mm-hmm. we, what keeps us from being ourselves is the fear of, of what, what's going to happen if I say this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even let the person, the the, the chance to respond. I, I don't give you the opportunity to to be understanding because I'm not going to say anything. And so I, I think it's 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 important to, 
in the in the realm of regret to remember uh, it can sometimes circle back you know you know it's funny you say um, there's you said there's a new day right yeah. it circles back another regret of mine <laughs> so um, this is a venting session this is a venting session guys Albert. and it is so yeah. um, <laughs> so um, a few years back I, I had this job right where I was starting off it's 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 the same industry I'm in now. Okay. I was starting off. I was I was there for about a year and a half. Yeah. And you know, it it was going good. Um and you know, I I met Janice and obviously I wanted to marry her. Yeah. And so and you met me too. And I met, Ed, I met Ed. <laughs> and that's why you wanted to get married. a good package. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you got a trainer, you know. <laughs> I get a brother. Um so I was like, you know what? Um this company doesn't have anything local. Doesn't have anything where in Los Angeles. I, I needed. I know I needed to move from San Diego area to Los Angeles, right? So I was like, Let, let's just get a new job in in the same industry. But so I did. Yeah. I worked for a manufacturer as well. Turns out, when I was working for that manufacturer, I was servicing my old company. And you would not believe how hard that was for me, like dealing with some of the people that I I knew, or or just like. Dealing with like, hey, you you work you're on the other side now, so that was hard. Um, seeing that name pop up on my inbox for an email was hard, and just having that conversation. Yeah, I was with you guys for a while. Now I'm over here, and that was so hard on me. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then the, the company that I that I, where I was at the, this new company, it, it sucked. Like it was just like a, a like a little mini hell that it was self created. You know. And I learned to deal with the regret. Like, I, I cope with it. Yeah. And at one point, I just, okay, I, I, let, I thought I had let go. Mm. And I didn't let go because um, it's crazy how things work. But I was at that company, and uh, things didn't work out. And I ended up going back to the other side for a different company. So I was pretty much... I pretty much went back to where I was at. Right. The same same industry, back in the distributor side. And the regret feeling came back. Had I stayed with the other company, I wouldn't have to relearn all this stuff again. Because, uh, okay. you know what I mean? Because, yeah. again, I'm working for their competitor now. Right. And it haunted me for a long time again. I'm like, it even got more real almost. Mm. And, um, it was crazy because I, I was like, dude, why, 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 why did I do that? You know, I still came back and it goes back to what you said. I got the chance to redeem myself because I truly did. Like, um, I'm, and, and then, and then the being better. Cause I mean, I love where I work at now. It's an amazing company. Mm-hmm. I've been given an amazing opportunity there and I truly got to redeem myself. And yeah. it's, it, it, it just amazes me. And I remember, I was just feeling down one day. I'm like, dude, why did I do this? You know, why? And the way, one of the things I like to do is I like to run. Okay. So I went on a run. Yeah. And I just let go of it right there, man. Mm, okay. And it was just the weirdest thing. Never again have I looked back at it. Yeah. Um, I see that name and it, it doesn't mean what it meant to me before. Yeah. I don't know, associate myself with it. Because at one point I was like, that was, that was a has-been, you know? Oh. You know, that yeah. was that kind of deal. And now it's, doesn't mean anything. Right. It's just another company. It's another company. And it, it just amazes me 
um, how, like you said, life circles back. It came through, but it, it was it was crazy, man. It was just an uh, internal struggle in, in my head, and and I've been blessed to where I'm at, and I'm happy there. It sounds like a bad breakup. <laughs> it, yeah, it's 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 a it's a breakup that I caused, <laughs> you know. And you you I went with the other girl, and she treated me horrible. Yeah. And then I found a new girl, <laughs> and she was amazing. But they went to the same high school, right? They went to the same high school. There you go. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the, and it's I have one like that, but with church. Okay. Mm. You know, and it's the church I grew up in uh, is a church that. To this day, I, I have a, a deep love and appreciation for it. Um, it hurts me to see where it's at. Okay. It's in a prosperity-driven uh, message uh, and centered church, but uh, it's neither here nor there. Um, and so I regret leaving, not the church, but I regret leaving when I left. Mm-hmm. I think I left too soon. And I think that I remember, you know, I felt the same way you felt about the haunting. Mm-hmm. I, I lived like five minutes away. I would always pass that church. Oh, yeah. So it was not even a church. So I was like, oh, I don't even pass through it. So it doesn't matter. I was always there. It was always there. And I knew people from there. I talked to people from there. Um, some of my closest friends to this day. Um, two other, like my brother-in-law was there, you know, he, he's, he, he grew up there as well. His brother grew up there. So, um, and so it was always really hard to be like, man, I used to be there and I used to run into people that used to go there and be like, Hey, do you still go there? No, I don't go there. And it was just the same thing. And I hated it. Um, and I was able to, and the regret is twofold because then, you know, I, I started going to church with, with with Ed and, and did the whole thing. And again, I left too early. Mm-hmm. And, and and it was... And this one hurt more. Um, the first one hurt more because it's where I grew up. It's all I knew. Mm-hmm. It's where I learned and, and, and kind of grew a heart for what I do now and leading a church. But it was one of those things that... The second one hurt because the second one I had formed um, my adult friends. And, and the friends, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, so I'm not going to get into it again. But um, I was eight, and so the redeeming cycle of it mm-hmm. came that, that night that we had talked about. Um, but yeah, it, it was one of those things that I hated driving through through there, through yeah. Clara Street because uh-huh. um, it, was, it was there. The, 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 so I, I tried to go different routes, and every time I would drive by there, I would do the, I would always look at the church. I there was to this day there's not a time where I pass by the church no. where I don't look over and see what's happening or how it looks because nothing's really happening. But and so yeah, it, it's such a difficult thing. And when it finally went away, where it didn't have the same weight on me, was when I started the church we're at now. Okay, and that's when it became different because now I was on the other side. I was no longer a hurt member, but I was now part of a leadership team and now I could enact change. Now I could uh, put together a, a culture in the church where the things that hurt from the first church don't have to hurt anymore because 
I can have real change here. Uh, but yeah, it, it was definitely one of those things that for a long time it hurt, and I would, you know, I, I constantly wanted to talk about them because I still was, in a way, felt super attached to them. And, and I would imagine, I mean, at least I, if you had to do it all over again, you would probably still do it the same thing, right? You would still do it all over again the same way, right? At this point in life, yeah, where you're at now, you know, yeah, because, yeah. yeah. Uh, because I wouldn't have met the people I met. Yeah, I'd say the same thing for that exact reason. I wouldn't be where I'm at now if it wasn't for for that. And I mean, some of those, you know, hard times are built on, build you for for today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it makes me. I I don't have the friendships I have now. Uh, this podcast isn't isn't happening now because I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be, um, yeah, I, none of this. So it's worth it. At the end, I think regret, I think one of the lessons as, you're, as you bring that up is that it, it allows us to see that ultimately all things work out. It's yeah. going to, you know, it, it's going to be fine. And all these things that seem very detrimental and this is it, it's final. I'm never going to make it. You're going to be fine. And yeah. it, you're going to get your chance to redeem. You're going to get your chance to apologize if that's what you got to do you're going to get your chance to be humble or that's what you have to do and it's going to be fine and where you're at is where you you're supposed to be ultimately are there ways where we could get out of it in a, in a way that's less hurtful less less damaging on our mental health probably yeah of course mm-hmm. was there a way that you could have left a job where it didn't cost you the pain probably but Ultimately, it got you to where you're at now, so it's it was worth the price, you know. Yeah, I say so. Yeah, it was worth the hunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. How how do you guys deal with? Um, do you guys have any regrets for this year? I would say for this year it would be the weight thing. Mm. You know, Ed was you know doing an amazing job training me. We're hitting it hard. We started. I mean, I guess the perfect example is him. Him. I mean, if you look at him, then he I mean he lost like twenty pounds already since since the beginning of the year. No, no, no. more forty. He lost forty pounds. There you go. That's he lost forty pounds, and he hadn't lost anything when I, when him and I started working out together. He was just getting started, so that could have been me. <laughs> look and look at him. You know, he, yeah, he's in good shape. So I would say that's one of my biggest regrets. Not. Not capitalizing on that. Right. Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest regrets for this year, um, I think it has been not um, not writing more. I think you know, writing, writing is one of those things that helps me uh, process things, get through things. Mm-hmm. It makes me more creative. Um, and, and reading, I think this year is the year I've read the least, which is very, it's funny because I, it's the year I've had the most time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it's the year I've been probably the most, the, the laziest in, in that area. Mm-hmm. And, and there's been other, like last year was super busy, super busy. And there was always, something was always happening, but I was reading a lot uh-huh. and writing a lot. And, and it, it's how... And maybe there's a correlation between those things that what would help me get through the busy year 
was the writing and the reading. And this year, maybe I didn't need it, so I didn't go to it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I regret that. I regret um, not spend, not investing more time in that and instead watch. I, I, I watched a lot of TV this year. So I regret that. I think if, if anything, this year has taught me that the time is not the issue. It, mm. It's what you prioritize. Yeah. Because I look at the whole, like my example of, of, of the whole working out thing. I mean, I've been blessed this year to, to work from home uh, mm-hmm. for the majority of the year. Yeah. And that means if I'm working from home, I gain two hours, two hours in my day. Yeah. Because one hour, well, maybe a little bit less, but it takes about 45 minutes, half an hour to get to work and another to get back. Yeah. So that's time in my car that I sit, you know, let's say an hour and a half that I could use for something else. Yeah. I can use to be working out. I can use to read a book. And I mean, the truth is I, I haven't, you know, not most of the time. So that, that has taught me that it's about prioritizing things, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's, I think that becomes difficult because, um, at least for me, I work a lot better when I am busy Mm -hmm. because I know I have to get things done. I have to, I have to do it. I have to, I have to like, and so, I think it, it helps me better to to do those things. How do you guys? Uh, what what guilt do you guys think is 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 connected to to regret? Because I, I think there's a different kind. I, I think there's different kind of guilt when it, we talk about um, regret than when we talk about other stuff. Like if I, um, I don't know. Like if I punch you in the face, there's some guilt. Or if I say something that's mean, and I'll go home like, "Oh man, that sucks. I shouldn't have said that." Where it's that—that's a different guilt than the guilt of, "Dude, I let myself go." Like, damn it! Like, why did I let myself go again? Why? Why did I gain all this weight? Why did I? I think it's, whatever. I think it's more of like a like a self hate, mm-hmm. like. You look in the mirror and you're like, dude, are you ever going to, gonna? Mm. is it ever going to click yeah. for you? Right. Like, you're doing the same thing over and over again. Like, what, what's wrong with you? Yeah. So, I, I think it's more like a punitive, I guess. So, yeah, especially when in regards to time. Because mm-hmm. we got the time, it's just a matter of how you use it. Yeah. Yeah, de- definitely. I th- and I think you, you hit it right on the money. I think it's more that it's a self-hate type of guilt uh-huh. where, you know, you feel like you'll never get to it because whatever, you're lazy, no, you know, you don't have discipline, blah, blah, blah. It's almost pretty much being hard on yourself, right? Right. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, and I, and I think that that's a, res- a, a result of that. Uh, what about the, what kind of fear... Um, is associated with your regret. Like when you think of stuff you regret, what kind of fear, if any, is attached to that? Like, I mean, as far as like in my case, you know, gaining the weight back, mm-hmm. I'm just turning, I'm getting older, so it's not any easier. Um, health, you know, uh, diabetes runs in my family, so 
Yeah. I think about that sometimes I freak out, you know, stuff like that, you know. Yeah. I I think sp- specifically in regards to time. I think. Well, the the fear would be. Running out of time. Mm-hmm. Because. <clears throat> like I said, like if if you're looking in the mirror and, and you feel like I'm not gonna figure it out. And when I do figure it out, if I do figure it out, it's going to be too late. Yeah. So that, that, that whole, it's like a mental cycle. I don't know. I've gone through it. Um, where it's like, you just keep, you just keep saying, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You don't do it. You say, when am I going to do this? And then you don't do it because you're thinking that same thought. Right. And you can't get yourself out of that dumb cycle. So I think the biggest fear is just, eventually the time will stop yeah yeah i i see that with uh when you say that i I see that with um so my my biological dad died uh or was murdered i should say uh like 10 years ago something like that um and i didn't grow up with him but the year before he 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 died uh, i met him <laughs> and he was not in good stuff and and so when i met him i was like super scared cuz when i was little uh, he that's conversation i had with him before i met him when i was like well, it's been 12 years cuz i was like 17 or so i'm 30 13 years i don't know whatever <laughs> i was uh he called me or he called the house where I was at and I answered and he was like, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna kidnap you, you're never gonna see your mom, blah 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 blah. And for like a week, two weeks. N- not traumatic at all. No, not traumatic at all for uh for <laughs> a for a six year old. <laughs> and so walking home, my sister and I would walk home from school and there was a there was a car that would follow us. A white uh those uh, a wide um, those Please long cars. No, no, no. <laughs> it was a it was a white the, the long ones. Suburban. No, no, no. It wasn't a. It was it was it was it was a, it was a sedan, but it was those old school the long ones. Oh, the, the Lincoln. The Lincoln ones. Yeah. There you go. So it was a white one tinted uh-huh. windows, and it would follow us around for two weeks, and we would always walk with people. Um, wow. So it was scary. It was scary stuff. So when I met him. I was like, okay, well, last time I talked to you, you were you wanted to kidnap me. So he's like, oh, I'll meet you wherever you want. I was like, okay, well, we'll meet at Superior in, in Karehe because <laughs> it's super crowded yeah, there. Yeah. So met him. I talked to him for like three, four hours. And yeah, I think it was this typical, you know, I wish I would have been there, blah, blah, blah. And now you kind of wanted to make it up. And then he died. So I remember when he died. I remember um, the the feeling was, and they they he died on my birthday. I remember I get the call like at three in the morning on my, on my birthday. And it was this lady on the other end crying, and she said, uh, "You know, is this? She wants to talk to my mom." It was like three in the morning. I'm like she's asleep. She realized it was me. She said, your, you know, your dad died. I think you should know this. Your dad died. I didn't know what to do that information because it, I didn't know the guy. Yeah. So to me, it was, 
you could have told me the guy in apartment, you know, I lived in an apartment, whatever. You could have told me the guy in apartment A died. It would have been, oh, dang, that sucks. What happened to him? And so that was my reaction to it. It wasn't this, oh, man, my dad died. It was like, oh, that sucks. And as I thought about it, it was like, man, like, that's it. It's over. I will never, ever be able to establish any kind of relationship with him. And so in the, later on, uh, as I began to talk, get connected with my dad's side of family through Facebook, they always wanted to talk to me about him. He was great. He was this. He was funny. He was generous, blah, 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 blah. And so one time, finally, I, I, I told one of my aunts, Look, I, I know that your memories of him are great. And to hate you, he was this outstanding guy. And I'm totally open to having a, a relationship with you guys and getting to know you guys because that's important to me. Just don't, don't, don't make this about him because I don't know him. And, and your connection to him is not my connection. You know him as this generous guy who was loving and charismatic and funny and energetic. I know him as a guy who abandoned my mom, my sister, and I. Uh, I. I don't share your love for him. I don't. And, it, you know, it, and it, they changed and, and were fine. But I think of that and I think, like, man, like, if one day I'm a father, I hope I don't waste time like that. Um, and when I, when I think of, you know, the losing weight thing, uh, I think of the same thing. Like, I'm getting old and, and or older, and I don't want to be limited by my weight or because I'm sick or, you know, I have diabetes, so I can't go to the park and, and play with my kids. Um, and so his death definitely brought a a sense of, like, man, this stuff can end. And so uh, uh, I've been thinking about this the last few weeks because uh, as I think of my my life and my weight I think like man like my life could definitely get cut short because I refuse to <laughs> do something about my health and so I think there's a definite a definite um, fear that this stuff is terminal and can end and once it ends it's it you'll never get it back yeah <laughs> Sorry, that was really long. No, 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 it was deep. It was very deep. And I think, it's, I think it's interesting, though, because um, I think in our own way, all of us talked about time. Yeah. And, yeah, dude, I mean, time, <laughs> time, <laughs> time waits for no one. Right. And, yeah, dude, we just got to... Have perspectives, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just made it too deep. No, no, that was good. I mean, that's you kept it real, and, and it's, it's a good example of that. And, yeah, and I think that tells you use time to the fullest. Don't waste any of your minute. Don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing wrong with watching TV. You know, like I like to. I, I like watching TV with my wife. We cuddle. Yeah, we enjoy it. But don't just do that. I mean, go places and and set schedules and find a hobby and yeah. do stuff. You know. Get busy, yeah. Let's okay. So let's talk about the stuff we've we're thriving, our success. You know, because I think that's part of it. I think as we look at our regrets, Uh I think it's good to look at. Hey, you know what? Like, I've kind of redeemed myself in this area. Mm -hmm. I used to be sluggish here, and now I'm 
you know, and, and that you were saying about Ed, like he went from 40 pounds, you know, Last heavier, 40, yeah. and now he's 40 pounds lighter, and that, that's a redeeming, uh-huh. you know, that's, a, you know. So let's talk about those. What, what are some, one of our great, uh, how have we redeemed ourselves whether this year or in the past? Well, for, I mean, I gave my example earlier with work, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I met the, the other girl that went to the same high school. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, <laughs> and, and I mean, wait, very, wait, who's cuter? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very blessed to be where I'm at, at my job. I've had an opportunity to, to, to think for myself at this place and do my own thing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm able to go up to, to the owners of the company and, and share my opinion yeah. about ideas and, and they will consider them and put them into perspective and they'll tell me yes or no. And, and, or that's a great idea. Let's merge it with this. And, and I, that's it's something I, I would never would have had with mm-hmm. the other company because they were very corporate like, um, and this company, I, I feel like I'm heard and, um, I'm, you know, I'm blessed for that. So that, you know, that, that's my redemption right there. Um, well, for me, I, I mentioned about, about finally be, being able to be myself around people. Um, yes, it, it was a big regret not doing it earlier because I, I feel like I missed out on a lot of opportunities yeah and in regards to like friendship or relationships or yeah even career path but I think the the redemption is that I mean there's still time to to hope hopefully build other relationships and hopefully it'll lead me to to a even better career path than, than I was thinking at that time and I feel like it, it's also trying to be someone you're not is very limiting yeah because if, if you don't use your strengths in in you in everything because you, we're, we're, we all have different strengths and not using strengths to to, uh, to improve your life is 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 beyond stupid if you think about it like what why would you try to do something you're not good at yeah that's so strange so or passionate about because passion passion matters too so, mm-hmm. so i think just a renewed perspective and and that a, new, a renewed perspective actually keeps you going it motivates you even more you're like oh wait i actually like this i'm, I'm gonna keep going yeah or like in regards to working out too, like I, I could never bring myself to go to a gym and look in the mirror and just be like, dude, I'm pumping iron. Do you guys see this arm pump? Dude, like those guys are so annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Or guys that, you know, like working out with, without your shirt, just trying to get attention. Uh, those guys are so annoying. Or they just go to the gym to take pictures. Or Yeah. Or, or they have this like this weird boomerang. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Dude, I feel like I just talked about some people. <laughs> That's good. That's Shout good. out to them. Good fits away. Add gym guy. Yeah, well, I, I mean, if that motivates you, I mean, yeah, whatever. Right. But, but like, even in that, like, the, the way I work out, I, I, I play, like, mind tricks. Like, I, I want to beat this time. Mm. And it's like, that 
if you find something that you like in everything, working out, career, hobbies, that's going to propel you to a different level and it's going to make you want to keep going. Right. It's not, it's not so like, dude, one, I just want to get in shape. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to do that? You have to think about that. Yeah. So I, I think that's my redemption, renewed perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think for me, it, my redemption is um, I began to do the things I like. I think for a long time, um, it started with the job I was at. Uh, to, and and I hated it, but I felt I had to be loyal to them. And then I left it. I'm in a different place now, and I love the job where I'm at now. Uh, and so that was one of the big moves, I think. And starting a church was another one. Uh, and I think uh, as I get older, I, I want to do things I like. And I want to, and I and that's been such a redeeming thing uh, for this year. Um, this podcast is a big is part of that because I always wanted to do this. I talk a lot anyway, and I have conversations about some of this stuff anyway. And I'll listen to different podcasts. I'm like, man, I could do that. I could do that, and and well, you are. <laughs> it, yeah, and I think that that that's a big thing where, um, you know, and the and the different mini pods of sports and stuff. I watch sports regardless, and uh, I remember talking to my brother-in-law once, and he he said, uh, "He's like, man, like it's crazy because you would watch this whether you had a pot or not." You know, I, I was watching. Some random baseball game, you know. It was like Giants Padres or something like that. And he's like, "It's crazy because you would watch this whether you had a pot or not." And and, and I th- and so I think it's been th- that's been a huge thing for me this year. Um, and adding to it towards to end the year, um, I think just just getting back on the on the health saddle. And, and to me, what works for me when it comes to that is the competition. Okay, I, I, how can I be better today? How can I, okay, I ate this much and I walked X much. Okay, I can I do it five more minutes? And can I eat less of that and still be fine? And I think and just competing with myself of yesterday helps me to like yeah. get, stay, stay, uh, um, connected stay engaged uh because if not it becomes like i guess i'm just eating lettuce because i'm fat yeah and and i'm just but now it's okay let me put on this shirt okay i still don't like how it looks i'm gonna try it on in two weeks Mm -hmm. so so actually that's how i compete clothes so i have clothes already lined up Mm -hmm. and I'm, i'm putting it on okay i don't like how i look so my goal, I want to, I want to get in this. Someone asked me the other day, "Hey, what's your shirt size?" I'm like, "Oh, I told them large. I'm not large." But that's the goal. The goal is when I get that shirt, I want to be able to get in that shirt, mm-hmm. and so that helps me. And so you're, you're completely right. You got to find that stuff to, to keep you engaged and keep you motivated. Yeah. All right. Well. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I feel emotionally drained, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, let's let's keep that going. Um, 
Let, let's fill up here uh, to, with the final thought. Let's, let's talk about one of the, the times you felt the most accomplished. Uh, for me, this year, um, Ed and I were doing a workout. I've had a few, right? I mean, um, but that, I, the last time I felt like accomplished, like, wow, I did something awesome. Uh, Ed and I were doing, were doing a workout earlier in the year, and it seemed like an impossible workout because. Wait, which one? Do you it, remember? It was a workout we did at your house, and oh, with it, the jump rope. And your yeah. So yeah. the workout was, it was uh, dumbbell lunges, uh, and you had to do like thirty of them, I think. Yeah. And then you had to do. After that, you had to do um, was it burpees. Well, what I what I remember is you had a, a bunch of a bunch of movements with with uh, free weights. Uh, they were reverse lunges, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken. But every minute on so every minute on the minute to start, you had to jump rope. Okay. You had you had to do twenty jump ropes. Okay. So that means yeah. so that means after the twenty jump ropes, in that minute. You have to do some. You got to do like burpee or like whatever. five burpees. So, okay. for example, I remember for a fact, like the the lunges were thirty lunges, yeah. right? So until you get to thirty, you're done with that section. Okay. And then you, but then the clock hits, and you got to do twenty more jump ropes, and then you go back to the burpee the, to the to the lunges or the burpees. Yeah. And oh my god, it took me about an hour and five minutes. Yeah, and, that one was rough. And there was so many times where I felt like giving up. There was that, that I remember like I needed like three more burpees to finish, right? I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna have to wait for the next one. And I was I, I, I managed to pull it off on the clock, but it was just this amazing feeling after you were done. Like I, I did this that seemed impossible. And I think the the impossible feeling is what makes you feel great. Yeah. Um mm, yeah. You know, and I mean, it was a workout. I mean, there was no, I didn't get a trophy. I'm not going to put this on the wall. Yeah. The only people that were there for that was Ed and my wife was there. And, you know, obviously she, Pablo she too. pumped Pablo me up. Pablo was there. Uh, he's not here today. Um, <laughs> uh, but he was there. That, shout out to Pablo. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, my wife was there and she, you know, she hyped me up and, you know, she was proud of me. And, yeah. uh, but, more than anything, just the fact that I did the impossible. And that was an amazing feeling of, of accomplishment. That's one that I felt the most recent. And, mm. and I, I talked to Ed about it, and he's probably tired of me talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> about this workout I did, I don't remember the exact details. I was actually thinking about doing it this weekend, but I told myself I'm going to do it for my birthday. There you on, go. on my birthday, Woo. I'm doing that workout, and it's nice. coming up. So um, I'm doing that. But I mean, that feeling, I mean, I... You know, getting married was an amazing feeling. Um, and it just felt so real, you know, like I'm married. And I remember being at work and one of the girls was like, you have a glow in your face. Like it's the glow, the married glow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was crazy. You know, um, and I, I, I ran a, I ran a half marathon once. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I did twice actually. And nice. that was pretty accomplishing. I, I, I had so much fun doing it, training. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing it, it was like a celebration because yeah. I trained really hard for it the first time. Second time, it was different. Uh, I'm losing weight. That one time when you can fit yourself into a large shirt. Yeah. I, I can tell you that I wore a large shirt. 
And I was looking at Medium for a minute. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and, and it never happened. But, but uh, that was an accomplishment. The fact that you're no longer wearing size 44 pants and you outgrow the, the, the pants and now mm-hmm. you have to go buy new, new clothes, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. So I, I get it, man. Yeah. I think for me, the, the, the when we started the church and we were doing all the legal stuff, I think doing all the legal stuff was a a huge accomplishment because that felt that was really hard. I remember I wrote the bylaws and I was just so sick of it. I was so done with it. And I remember we had a I had some of the people over from church and I said, okay, we, we need to put this packet together for the IRS. There was some like three hundred page packet, and I had to write. I wrote this like two like two hundred fifty page bylaws, and I just I was sick of typing. I was sick of writing Iglesia Primitiva everywhere. <laughs> I was sick of writing church. I was sick of writing <laughs> all of these things, and I was like, man, like I thought just starting a church was praying for people and preaching, like what? <laughs> and so when we when I got the letter. Um, from the IRS, like you guys are five hundred one three C nonprofit. I was like, oh, I felt like I won a championship. So, because it was just so hard and it was so long and, and it took forever and and, and so legal stuff, the, the legal paperwork is such a it's such a difficult thing because you, you just think like I'm never gonna get there. These requirements are so hard and and I, I gotta write the articles in corporation and and this and this and this and and. And you're just like, what? What's the, you know, why we was why did we could just started a Bible study? Why did we do a <laughs> church? Um, so when we got everything, you own the name, your articles of corporation are good. You can open a bank account. Here's your your employer identification number. We got all these things, and I was like, man, we did it. We did it. So that that was a, a big accomplishment. Um, another one was when I, I got DACA for the first time. I remember when it finally got to my house. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, I felt super accomplished. And then when, but the biggest, the I think the biggest was the second time around. The second time because I filled out the application. I remember I was super scared. I remember <laughs> I, I told Irina in, in Eduardo, like, I, I turned mine in. And then when I, they're like, hey, did you go? I'm like, yeah, I did it, but I did it myself. And, and I think it was Irina that was just like, what? Are you sure about that? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, like I can help you. And they were just like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's crazy. And then when I got mine, that's when like yeah, yeah. we did it together. <laughs> They're like, okay, you know what you're doing. So that was a big accomplishment to, to be able to do it myself, but also to help, to, to help them because... Um, the first time around, it was it was a it was a lot of money, uh, so to be able to save the the lawyer fees was, was a big accomplishment. Uh, and the losing weight, the losing weight was a big accomplishment. Um, and the final one was telling <laughs> telling my girlfriend how I felt about her, because I was I was never the guy that will, will that would walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, I like you. I want to get to know you. Can I get to know you? Can I take you out?" Wait, 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 can we role play this? How'd you do Oh, it? man. I was, su- <laughs> I, I remember this I day. Was, this I was, was like super intense. 
I was super intense. Did, I did went you up to her. So I told her. So I told. I text. I was working at Domino's. Okay. Uh, I was I, working two jobs. I, I text her. Coming to my house. Yeah. Super late. I text her on Sunday and I was like, "Hey, uh, I, I got out of work from Domino's that time, like at seven. Well, not really, because you always got out like an hour and a half after later mm. than, than your scheduled time." So hey, can we meet up for coffee? <laughs> I talked to you. It was so weird. She was like, "No, I'm busy." Uh, she was like going to school at the time, and she was like, "No, I'm busy. I can't." I'm like, all right, cool. Like, and I had like church. I had a Spanish Bible study on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, can I talk to you on Tuesday? Maybe like, she said, yeah, and then she laughed, and I was like, dang it. So on Wednesday, I finally I talked to her on Wednesday, and I just pulled her to the side, um, and I just told her, and she said no. She's like. No, I, I'm not in a position to do that. I, whatever. But I felt super accomplished because although she rejected me, I did it. Because I remember that was always just she was my, just tricking you. My sister, I know. My, my <laughs> sister would always make fun of me. She's like, "Man, you're you're a wimp. You're a punk. You don't take risk. You don't. You're, you're not willing to tell a girl how you feel. You you only do it if you know that she feels something." Mm. And she was right. And so when I did that, I felt super confident because I was like, you know what? That took courage. And even though she said no, that took courage. And that helped me a lot as a man because it allowed me to be more open, more honest, more bold. Uh, because the worst that somebody can tell you is no. That's the worst that, that can happen. You just, but you have to be. And it taught me also how to, re- how to accept rejection, how to accept people say no and be uh, polite and be, on- and be respectful and not be. A jerk, because I think when when you're not being being rejected is hard, um, and you, we can sometimes react to it, whether it's a girl or 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 you know you propose something to a friend, and if they say no, you can sometimes be like man you suck, do whatever. Um, but that helped me a lot. I grew a lot, and then she ended up coming back, so it all worked out. So those that's a list of of my the stuff that I've made me feel accomplished. That's good. I love it. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Good job, guys. Tune in next week. I'm Wait, what, what are yours? <laughs> you, can't run away, you can't run away from yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for joining us at Booth Thoughts. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> All right. So so for me, um, I'm going to start with the recent one. Okay. So recently, I made this uh, vanity for, for my sister. Mm. She posted it on her story. And... Um, I took my time making it. It was my actual first, I guess you can say, technically, furniture. It looks nice, by the way. Good job. Thank you. So after that, some of her friends replied to her, and and they said, oh, can he make one for me? So I got two offers, and I'm making two of them right now. Ooh. Nice. So so the the cool thing is not only only that I'm, I'm actually getting something from it, Mm-hmm. Which, which obviously is cool, but it's a it's something I like doing, yeah. Um, and and b it's 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 a. It feels good to know that someone appreciates what you did, yeah. Especially like if if they don't, like they technically didn't have to say that, right? You know, uh, we're not related. There's no there's no connection. In yeah, any way they could just be like, oh, cool, or not said anything, right? And then I'm um, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Interesting, because mm-hmm. I I think I'm my own worst critic, mm-hmm. and I could spot out like all the <laughs> mistakes yeah. that, that I've done. But, 
But they can't. But this yeah. is perfect. They like it. Yeah. Uh, I sent her a, an image of, of the one that's almost done, and she, she likes it. Uh-huh. So that one recently is, is the one that I, I can I can really point to. Nice. Um, also, I'd, I'd have to say I used to work out at a gym, at a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. And when this whole pandemic happened, I was like, I, I was actually... Before it actually started, I was already looking into s- to starting going to, to the same gym. Then everything just mm-hmm. completely stopped. I mean, shut down like it is now. Everything was closed. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Newsom. But <laughs> after that, um, I said, well, well how, how hard can it be? And I started looking on, on this app, like, like h- how much they, they sell it for. The set, the, the starting set would be just like a barbell and some weights and some other items. Uh, and I would obviously need like a squat rack and pull up. I did, I did, uh, I was calculating, should have been about like 700 bucks. Uh, that was attainable, you know, it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. And... And after that, like it, price gouging started happening because everyone wanted to work out at right. home, and it was like, dude, I can't, I can't buy that. Like they, they were selling sets for like almost two thousand dollars. Yeah, that's insane. And somehow I went on OfferUp. I, I found this, I found this set that was being sold cheaper because it had like a camo spray can type of mm. design. Yeah, which I, I mean, I don't care. I support the troops, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, but. But I mean, just not taking no for for an answer. Mm, yeah. Because I could have easily said, ah, I can't afford that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Right. And like I even told out there, like, let's go, let, let, let's team up and get the, the, the squat rack and the, the pull-up bar. And, and we did it. We, we split it. Mm-hmm. It's right there. And it's just, it, I, it, I think I, I, feel, I feel really accomplished because along with my weight loss journey and journey in health, I also learned to to not take no for an answer. Like, if, mm. if I can't work out at a gym, that's fine. There, there's another way. Yeah. And if, even if in that way you think, oh, I, I, I still can't, there's still another way. Yeah. You just got to keep going. It's fine. Yeah. And you're going to make mistakes. That's cool. Just keep going. So, yeah, I, th- I think I think the, those two were the ones that, that come to mind. And I would say, or would you say you're in better shape now than you ever were? Than prior to that, um, shape. Ooh, that's a no. Shape. I I don't I don't think so. But you're getting there, right? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. But I would argue that I might be stronger because my my technique. W- when you work out by yourself, you you're forced to to again be your own worst critic. Mm-hmm. My technique has improved. So I'd say I'm stronger. I don't know if my cardio is what it was before because mm. before it was, it was it was pretty good, but I was also lighter. But mm. I didn't like being at that weight. So yeah. So yeah, not in better shape, but stronger. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's it's a wrap. Yeah, we're emotionally drained. Yeah, we gave you all we had. <laughs> yeah, we let it all out. We, uh, <laughs> we laughed. We cried. <coughs> <laughs> Our voice cracked a little bit. Yeah. The whole thing. What more do you want from us? Yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks for listening, guys. And yeah. um, 
the videos that uh, Radio Ed here showed us will be online. You can vote for your top three, mm-hmm. and then you'll get to see the coffee that I made here at yeah. Brew.com. Dot podcast. There you go. So please don't forget to follow us. Yeah, please rate, review, subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. It definitely helps because we're definitely, I mean, we're doing a service to you. So come on. It's the least you could do for us. It's the least you could do. It's the least. We're emotionally drained. Don't yeah. <laughs> That's worth something. You can make it, you, you can help us in our 20s. And, and honestly, 20. If, if you're gaining weight, please remember to yeah. uh, blame Stephanie. Because <laughs> I, and Ed is available as a trainer, by the way, too. Ste- <laughs> so Stephanie will we'll get you there, but I, I can help you get back. Oh, man. <laughs> Just shoot me a DM. And yeah. yeah. I love you. Please don't don't be upset with me. <laughs> this, this was by no means German's idea, oh, okay? <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of is. I kind of brought it, but yeah. So I think we're good. So thank you guys for listening. Drink better coffee.